Oh, Christy was just getting some beer, so she's about back. Okay. <laughs> yeah, had a girl. <laughs> nice. Welcome back to another episode of the Beer and Loathing Podcast, the podcast for drunks. We only have a few rules on this show. Beers are necessary, pants are optional, and the first rule doesn't apply if you have some sort of affliction with drinking beer, and I guess the second one doesn't apply if you're more comfortable with pants on. What I'm trying to say is there are no fucking rules, so get wild and get quiet. My name is Pete M. I'm joined, as always, by Sam Sly, and although thousands of miles separate us through the power of religion and prayer, we're able to communicate via the internet in almost real time most of the time. With us today is Christy Bukley, a random yelling homeless woman Sam found on site and Hi. she's with him now. So welcome to the show, Christy. What are you drinking? Hi, we're drinking PBR, the breakfast of champions. Yeah, that's, and I mean, it is still before five. It's 4 just, p.m. Just barely. So, I mean, that's still breakfast, right? Go fuck yourself, Wheaties. <laughs> uh, well, sorry. You're, you're just in the wrong time zone, dude. Oh, man, it's not your fault. I know. It's not your fault. No, no, no. I meant like Wheaties. The cereal always says the breakfast champions. Oh, so I'm saying you're, fucking move over. It's I PBR thought you time. were calling us Wheaties because we are champions drinking before five. I'm going to be in bed in like three hours. No, oh, I still so do. It's kind of like my 9 p.m. So I'm Okay, so this is more of a nightcap. Yeah. Yep. Well, that's fine. That's why I bought the big can. So Christy and I are sort of in the same time zone then. We are, absolutely. The same spiritual time zone. Okay. Mm-hmm. In our hearts. Oh, that's good. Pete, what are you yeah. drinking on the other end? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, right now I have a tall boy of Coors, and on deck I have a tall boy of Pacifico. Pacifico. Because they sell that at the store down the street for me, and I have never had it in a can, let alone a tall boy can. I haven't drank Pacifico very often, but the last time I did, I was in Vegas mm. to shoot uh, for a show called Laughs that is on Fox in like five markets. Big deal. Uh, and <laughs> I got so drunk, I got carried out of the hotel. <laughs> By my friend Emily. Shout out Emily Obrish. Uh, and the next day I was so drunk. Like, I was still so hungover. Yeah. She, let me preface this. She also had just finished her first, like, big test in medical school. This is like, okay. her only afternoon. I happened to be in town. The only afternoon that was her only free afternoon for her whole life in, like, weeks. <laughs> so she's like, let's get ripped. And I was like, yeah, dude, let's do it. And uh, we went and saw Big Lebowski playing on a big screen Shit, at a yes. pool party. And so I cool. just drank so much Pacifico because it was the cheapest beer. It was still like <laughs> 10 bucks a tall boy. Yeah. We're in Vegas. But I drank many. And uh, then we were playing because uh, you could take your beer in the pool, which oh, is like just the there best. You go. Just end it right now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. And uh, we were playing Marco Polo with some kids, some tiny kids, <laughs> very drunk. With, with giant cans of Pacifico. <laughs> yeah. The next thing I know, I'm waking up the next day just so drunk, like still so drunk and so hungover. And then I go to uh, shoot this thing for TV. It was at Brad Garrett's uh, uh, comedy club in the basement of MGM Grand. Okay. And uh, he, the producer had said, if you start a joke and it's not going well, just start over. Just start over. Which, (laughs) no, you would never do that in a regular set. But he's like, it's for TV. I got to be able to edit it together. Like, put your piece so i start a joke i'm so hungover like i get kind of like lost a little bit and then i'm starting to think like should i start over and then i like i just froze (laughs) on stage 
at this full like sold out comedy club. And I was like, I'm gonna start over. I like whisper it so quiet in the mic. I'm start over. I'm sorry, I'm gonna start over. Are and you... then like and then I couldn't remember because it's not like my opening joke. So oh, I was like, yeah. where does this joke even start? So then but after that, I just stared at them for about fifteen seconds. <laughs> Just trying to remember the beginning of my own joke, which when I said it the second time, guess what? The audience doesn't laugh the second time. They've already heard 85% of the joke the first time. They're not going to laugh the second time. Anyways, that show's still paying me. So I I think it's there you fine. Go. You still made it, I think. I was so, made, made like, I got of off stage though. Like I, the second, there was two shows that night and the second one went way better because I was like, oh my God, I'm so embarrassed. But, uh. They, I got off the stage, the first one, and again, this is just so, because I'm so hungover. I, like, had, I, thank God, I brought, like, a, I had fallen on some, like, pool chairs. <laughs> There's a lot of problems. Vegas obstacles, I yeah, like to call course. them, or yeah. Vegas hurdles, yeah. I suppose. Yeah, yeah, we're doing our, our uh, Olympics, and, uh, and so I, by the time I woke up the next day, I had the hugest bruise on my arm, <laughs> and I was like, thank God I brought, like, a shirt with sleeves, because yeah. if I was doing this TV spot with just, like, a big bruise on my arm looking like a battered woman. Like I'm not going to on TV at all. <laughs> at all. It's just not going to, just not going to have the look you want. No, they're not going to put me on like, and I get paid per episode that I get on. So at okay. this point I'm like, you got to do the best you can do. And like, Oh man, it was so embarrassing. <laughs> but I got off stage and like, how long have you been doing comedy? Which is like never the question you want somebody to ask you. You're That's... just like, I just wanted to be like a year. I mean, I've been doing comedy for like seven years, but yeah. I wanted to be like, it's just been like six months. I'm trying it out. I don't know. I'll leave. That, that question's the equivalent of, do you know what you're doing? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was so embarrassing. Thank God my second set went well because I kept drinking. I got hair of the dog a little bit. There you started go. started feeling a little bit better. But that literally, that was last August. That's probably the worst hangover I've had in the last year is that. Really? And it was for my one TV spot I did all year. <laughs> I was like, so dumb. It seems appropriate. I don't know. I was like, Alt- I don't even know if the altitude in Vegas is higher or lower than Denver, but I was like, it's good. <laughs> it's it's, it's <laughs> just as dry. as much as I want. Altitude, you know? altitude, it's probably as dry. Yeah. And so. the, the only, I've only been to Vegas once. Yeah. And uh, it was for work. And I, I spent one night on the strip. I also had $28 to my name because it was the end of the oh, month. Oh, man. You can't even get drunk with that. I know. I, well, I was trying to put on the company's dime, so I had to do some creative accounting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but one night, you know, it's, it's hard to just justify a night on the strip as a business expense yeah. when there's oh, no I'm customers. Sorry, this $45 a beer is per diem. Thank yeah. You. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I skipped lunch. So you just order I, a bunch of baskets of fries and, like, wink at the bartender and be like, it's actually beer. <laughs> <laughs> I had beer battered fish a lot that day. Yep. yep. But yeah, it, uh, I woke up the next day with not the worst, but a pretty bad hangover, and I had to go give some presentations and like lead people around to other things. It was a uh, it's a good time. Something it was about Vegas. Gnarly. It was one of those times like you know when you're just sweating booze the next day. Yeah. It's like oh man, I feel like oh god, yeah. the poison's leaving. My just body. bring your shirt out and take a shot to try yeah. and feel better. Yeah, it was awful. Ugh. So good times. Yeah. Right. Pete, but did you? So Pete went to Vegas kind of recently. Did you actually do anything cool when you were there? Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, just the trip getting out there was fucking cool because we cut the top off of a van with like twelve other teams, and twelve teams raced in topless teams. cars to from Chicago teams. to Las Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> teams. I thought it was teens, but teams makes worse. Okay, yeah, go ahead. I'm Pete sorry. was on to catch so a predator like 12, across the United States. <laughs> twelve preteens and I drove in a van. <laughs> 
they were driving. So I got that wasn't up. that wasn't the most illegal thing going on in the van. Just yeah, preteens yeah. driving underage. <laughs> anyway, so you cut off vans and you're driving to Vegas and teams. Yeah, so we had like a bunch. There was like cars. There was a limo. There was a big panel van that we had. Not a panel van, like a E350, like fucking I don't know cargo van and we cut the top off of all of them and it's like an actual like thing that's put together by it by a couple of guys and uh their wife okay well not their collective wife yeah, it's one of the sure. guys yeah. yeah it's like a reverse mormon thing um uh-huh. no uh so they put this together every year and they've only been doing it for a couple of years but it's from chicago to las vegas this year last year it was like chicago to uh denver i think and then no chicago to miami and then uh, next year it's Chicago to New Orleans, but anyway, uh, yeah. So the it all, you know, we drove across the United States, got to Las Vegas, and um, we were only there for I like I I left on a flight at like six a.m. the next day, and we went out and got fucking hammered in Old Vegas. Yep, that's the best. Um, I yeah, I didn't get to go There's to Old Vegas. No yeah, seriously, to go was. anywhere else. It was like <laughs> such shitty casinos and like a bunch of old women just hammered drunk playing yeah, roulette with you. Like there's it was probably like, one of the best casinos. There's just miles of beer pong tables for some reason. Really? Old Vegas. There's a couple bars that are just like pictures of beer and beer pong with strangers, which is really fun. That's the best way to make new friends. Oh, yeah. Make strangers into best. friends. Me and my sister went when I turned 21 and there was this like older black guy there and he just kept introducing himself as Kanye West. <laughs> I was like, all right, man. Cool. Maybe Kanye looks different in person. Cool. If this is Kanye. what you need, let's do it. You know, yeah. You're buying the picture, so I'm, I'm down. Yeah, so whatever. You tell your story. I went, like, there was just, um, like, you know that scene in National Lampoon's Vegas Vacation where Chevy Chase goes into the casino and it's like, tic-tac-toe and fucking just like these random ass games that was what old vegas felt yep. <laughs> dirty right. and skeezy yeah, and like just, why are these even casino ski balls and cocaine oh uh, <laughs> ski balls and eight balls <laughs> <laughs> it's like he's like are you looking for that good powder man and i'm like how do i answer this no no i'm not no i'm uh, good, not man. looking if it finds me but, uh <laughs> <laughs> If it magically appears in front of my nose. Yeah. See, I'm so stupid. I'm, I'm I just feel like, I didn't bring my skis, man. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this Coke dealer the other day asked me if I'd party, and I was like, yeah. Like, like it, all right, let's go. Like, like, if no, you would party? That, that's not what I meant. Oh. <laughs> I don't, I don't, not, 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 not right now. I have to sleep tonight. <laughs> I was just like, I got, I got shit to do. I just was like kind of drunk and not really paying attention, and it was somebody I knew but didn't know they were a cocaine dealer. And uh, he's like, oh, do you party? And I was like, yeah, dude, we're at a bar right now. We're partying. He's like, like, well, let's go. What do you call this, asshole? Never mind. (laughs) Not that kind of party. Not today. Maybe maybe another time. (laughs) Book it in my calendar at least a month in advance. Uh Uh-huh. That's good. So Vegas is neat. Um, Yeah. Other than, I mean, other than old Vegas, I didn't really do anything. Uh, weird Bumblebee cosplay from Transformers followed me around for like 45 <laughs> minutes. I kept seeing him fucking everywhere. That was kind of creepy, but other than that, it was just what, you, what you'd what expect. Was that fucking a comma, or was that like he was literally fucking stuff everywhere? Uh, no, it was a comma, I guess. Okay. Okay, that's fine. Just... I didn't even realize I said it. Well, you never do, but 
I just thought I'd I thought I'd clarify just because if there was a bumblebee literally fucking everywhere, I would probably take some pictures and see. Oh yeah, yeah, where bumblebee wasn't fucking. Right, right, right. Gotcha. All right. Well, bumblebee fucking is the best segue we've had to date. (laughs) So, so Chrissy's segues are are our strong point. Yeah, as you can see. Um, let's talk a little bit about your podcasting sure. and stuff because uh, you have one podcast. We're sitting in a room where you currently do it, right? I do my podcast here sometimes. Yeah, yes. okay. Uh, so we're at the Sex Pot Comedy uh, Studios. <laughs> that sounds so like I get, than it get is. in there close. It's kind of like a. It's kind of like an apartment for homeless people, and by homeless people, I mean vagabond comics who are coming to town. But we have this room <laughs> where we record podcasts. Um, and my podcast is called Empty Girlfriend. I've been doing it for, it'll be three years in August. And uh, it is uh, really, uh, love tips and life quips from unqualified professionals. So we bring in our friends who uh, who are very inept at love. Most people are. Sometimes we got some real good ones and I'm like, oh shit, I learned something. <laughs> but most of the time it's like, I don't know, I can't make eye contact. Um, and it's really fun. And then we pull questions so very my brother, my brother and me sort of. Are you guys familiar with that podcast? No, so it's very good. You should check it out. Free plug. My brother and Brian, my brother and me. There you go, guys. Uh, but they do an advice podcast. We we kind of follow the same um, format as we pull people's relationship questions off the internet, or they can send them to us and yeah. just give them sometimes good advice, mostly sarcastic advice, and then yeah. we talk to comics and musicians and whoever we have on about their relationship. Um, experience as well as we ask them to do like a breakup song or a relationship song uh which i enjoy we we build that into a playlist that's on spotify that i enjoy i listen to it every day and uh <laughs> and then we close out with obscure sexual fantasies oh okay that's it's oh, really wow. that's what we're building up to we're like we're just getting them comfortable so we can hear their weird brain <laughs> that's funny that's, that's what we do. i was just yeah, we do a yeah. Thing. Well, i've shared I'm up to 100 obscure sexual fantasies. My brain has turned some corners that I can't come back. <laughs> you can't, un- can't unturn. <laughs> so it's like, I... After the I, Oompa Loompa thing. Yeah, And the exactly. bucket of blueberries. No, that's not... That's, I mean, I don't think I've done Oompa Loompa. Maybe I will next time, um, now that you've planted it in my head. But, uh, <laughs> the seed is there. But obscure sexual fantasies can be something that you did do, that you like wanted to do, and you completed something you didn't even know you wanted to do, but then you're like, oh, that was fucking cool. Uh <laughs> Something like with some fake, you know, some fictitious characters that could never be people that are dead now. Uh, you know, anything. It could be yeah. anything you want. Necrophilia I mean, is hot. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, <laughs> dead people. Boom. Um, but uh, yeah, it can be. But that's probably the funnest part. And and whenever we need to like pull an episode together, we just do a greatest hits of some obscure sexual fantasies because it's always so funny and so weird. <laughs> and I love it. I can imagine. So, yeah, we. Congratulations, first off, on being over 100 episodes. Thank you. That's yeah. awesome. We're Well, we're not there yet. We're at like 98. We're okay. There. All right. We're very close. Getting close. Tickling it. Yeah. That's the time sweet. this is released, it might be 100, though. Yeah, probably. Well, this is getting released probably on Thursday, so whatever. I'm guessing no. We have one tomorrow. Recording. I think 99 99. Tomorrow, so All right. Yeah. Got, you got it's 99 just... episodes. And, uh, you know, I don't know. Then there's then a Jay-Z rap dead. in there, too. We're going to die. <laughs> and then, done. But it's over. Just uh, call it quits. Well, that's awesome. Yeah, so that's what I do as far as the podcasting world. 
Uh, there are a few episodes where I'm very drunk on the episode. There's only <laughs> one that I really like blacked out during. Really? But, tell uh, your story. I'll tell you mine. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, there's yes. not really like a great story other than like um, we had somebody on the podcast who um, is a great producer, a great producer around Denver, but uh, is maybe not like a great comic. Yeah, okay. But he presents himself as like a, a big deal. And so I got really drunk and then just started like calling him out on it. <laughs> awesome. And then it was like kind of awkward by the end, but we were doing shots. Uh, we bought a, oh, a bottle no. of uh, graham cracker, s'mores tequila. What? It just sounds like. They make that? Not that's tequila. Like, oh. Vodka. S'mores Okay, vodka. I was like, that Sorry. does not sound. I love tequila, list. but. No, I do too. That's why I think I, I misstepped in my words. But, that's uh, fair. Uh, no, it was graham cracker, uh, vodka. Uh, yeah. oh. And so like for the first 10 episodes of Empty Girlfriend, we are blitzed on like graham cracker vodka. <laughs> We're doing shots with every person. Um I, I think I've laughed so hard. I've like been so drunk. I've peed my pants on the podcast. Like, I mean, I didn't like announce it, but like, <laughs> yeah, I was just gonna say. Like, we took a break, and then I was like, "Hey guys, I gotta, I gotta change my clothes. <laughs> I'm too drunk." Look like a spare set in the back. Yeah, Hold on a yeah. Sec. I bring in my closet in my car all the time, just in case, <laughs> just to be safe. Um, but yeah, so that's my. I mean, that's the only one that I had to like really. My the, my podcast is so sensitive material. Like I literally do have short term memory on it, anyways, because I don't think I would be able to release it if I didn't. Yeah, because it's just too embarrassed. Like the older I get, the more I'm like, oh my god, everything. <laughs> everybody knows everything I've ever done, ever all the time. Yeah. And so I just have to like just turn it off as soon as we record. A lot of times I don't. I edit as much as I can, as far as I know, when there's, like, problems that need to be fixed. Yeah. But I try not to even listen back because I'm afraid that, like, I'll take stuff out because I'm just too embarrassed. But really, yeah. it's, like, that's not what the podcast is. So it's very much about being genuine and in the moment and, like... That vulnerability. Talk about dick stuff what... or whatever. Right. Well, you know, that's that's bound to come up eventually in a... In a relationship In a relationship podcast. podcast. Yeah. Dicks are going to have to come up. Yep. So... You would hope. Uh, yeah. So that's... Uh, so that's part of it too. But being drunk at the beginning uh, really helped us like loosen up because <laughs> yeah. we weren't as good. Now I can just talk about anything. I don't care, no filter whatsoever. But at first I was kind of like, mm. yeah. So being drunk all the time really helped. My uh, my drunkest on a podcast. So good. I love this story. Pete, Pete does <laughs> because Pete actually remembers it. Guess who doesn't? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's we cool. uh. A, a buddy of mine, he is a sales rep for Left Hand Brewing. And uh, before he got really, really busy, he would be on the show once every, I don't know, few months, like maybe every, we'd have him on every four or five months or so. Sure. And for this episode in particular, for whatever reason, I think this might have been one of the first times he was on. And I decided to drink some of their Imperial Stout, which is like eight or 9%. Yeah. And he said he'd been drinking during the day or something. And so I decided to play catch up and I slammed two of these beers before I even got on the show. And I went back and listened to it again, like recently, cause I do a throwback Thursday episode. And I just was like, oh, let's see how drunk I get. If you can actually tell like at one point in the, like two thirds of the episode, you can tell I turned the corner. Cause I like stopped tracking. Right. And, yeah. and <laughs> my words are getting slurred. And I'm like, I'm kind of hitting on this guy. And like, that's not really my thing. <laughs> <laughs> so It felt right. You're talking yeah, about right. like how much you work. And how he looks like he works out. Oh God, it was so fun. <laughs> <It> was so <laughs> fun. <laughs> Cliche too. I'm not even good at hitting on dudes oh when I don't even God. know I'm doing it. <laughs> but uh, the kind best of, kind of 
ahead. I was just going to say, the best part was at the end, um, we always do kind of like a bumper at the end where we, you know, talk about where you can find us. And Pete's like, do you want to do this? I'm like, yeah, sure. Welcome to the, and he's like, no, 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 no. We already did that. And like, I just decided to do the introduction at the end. It was, that was, <laughs> that's, that's where Pete lost it. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah. Um, I have a rule on my podcast because it is sexual in nature. Oh, sure. Uh, if I want to bone somebody, I will not fuck with them until they do the podcast. Ah, uh, so okay. I have ethics, you guys. Hey, that's, and, uh, that's I try solid. to do that. Uh, there's been a couple times where like we ran out, of, we didn't have a guest, and I'm like, "Well, there's one in my bed. Let's do it." But most of the time, <laughs> most of the time, I try to uh, wait because I want to save it. I want to save yeah. it for the podcast. You want it to be special. I want to hear what you think your dick looks like from your perspective. You know, I don't want to have my own oh, sure. preconceived notions <laughs> about it. That's an interesting take on it. I've never thought about what my dick looks like to someone else's perspective because you should. I mostly just see it for mine. <laughs> <laughs> no. no, I'm really not thinking about it. That was just, okay. I'm, I'm doing a bit. Oh, okay. 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 Kind of. I can't tell if you... No, but the rule is true. I try not to... Uh, if it's somebody like, I really like, I will wait until I've had... And it's nice, because then I like actually hear their dirty laundry like before yeah. they're in me. So that's nice. It's <laughs> really nice. <laughs> that's a hell of a screening process. Yeah. It's a really rigorous interview. Um, <laughs> rigorous interview. Like, tell me, how many STDs have do you have currently? Uh, no. Um, it's under my five limit threshold. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, five, it's like a five second rule, but five see if, limit rule. See if the STIs are compatible or not. Yeah, like, are we sharing? You are we good? Compatibility oh, on multiple right. issues. Mm-hmm. See, that's always what I feel like eHarmony is missing on the compatibility oh, scale. God, was so good. yeah. You, you guys aren't comics. I'm gonna. Say, <laughs> I'm gonna take it. Yeah, I am gonna take this it. This is all. This is all. I already have like bits about uh, trying to get Tinder and Netflix to be more similar. Like, let me rate these men. Let me know more about <laughs> them. Learn my interests. So it's like that fits. I'm gonna take it. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. That's what we do. Yep. Like a nice, nice little synopsis of who they are before you. But actually, like only like, the stuff it. you really care about. You know? <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah. Have yeah. you killed somebody? Does your dick have warts? Those are the only yeah. two questions I really care. About. Those are your two major ones. Those are yeah. it's no a, and no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's really <laughs> intense. You know, I turn a lot of men away. Uh, no. Um, I'm sorry. Can we move on? <laughs> no, yeah, that's, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, we can totally it's move getting on. off the rails. Okay. Yeah, that's that's what we do. The rails are perfect. Fuck the rails. Yeah. Uh, so tell us a little bit about the other show that I am not very familiar with. With uh, the pussy thing. The pussy bros. Yeah, okay. Um, so I uh, run a show with two other women. Um, three other women, one spiritually, if you want to count. Uh, There's four of us initially, unfortunately. Uh, my, my friend Jordan Waliba died earlier or later last year. Um, but uh, she's very much I'm sorry. part of it. Thank you. Okay. And uh, <laughs> um, uh, it, I always, I don't want to like act like she wasn't a part of it. It's such a weird yeah, thing. I'm definitely. not trying to bring your podcast down, but I'm also like, she's very much part of it. If you ever look at our our, our uh, branding and stuff, there's four cats. And you're, a lot of people are like, why is there four cats when there's only three women? Well, there was four, but yeah. unfortunately that happened. But I run the show with two other women right now, Janae Burris and Rachel Weeks, uh, also regular comics at Comedy Works, very, very funny women. And basically we started... We started this show because uh, there's groups of men comics that work together. Um, one is the Grolics, 
who yeah. have a TV show, and uh, and the other were the Fine Gentlemen's Club. And we got asked to do a, a festival in Ames, Iowa, uh, and they just assumed that if men were in groups, like the Fine Gentlemen are coming, what is your group called? And we're like, oh, <laughs> sure. And like so we just made up, a, I made up the name, and then we're like, well, we could at least sell shirts like, and make more money. So uh, we just kind of made a group, but then it kind of turned into something really cool. So um, our awesome. main goal is obviously to um, just uh, bolster women in comedy is a big one. We're a small demographic. Yeah. Uh, but um, the comedy scene in Denver is really like, in my opinion, and some people may not agree, is really ran by women now. And so cool it's part of just being part awesome. of awesome you know so yeah so there's some women doing some really awesome things and we're just trying to keep up with each other and uh really set the stage and make it great so there was a huge uh people called it the exodus like literally that was in the press uh, a <laughs> lot of people moved to la at one time oh. maybe like 15 of denver's top comics moved to LA all within a year. Really? Yeah. And so it was like this big hole to kind of fill. And so a lot of the women at that time, this is about two, three years ago, a lot of the women at the time really stepped up and um, we've kind of created uh, a really kept the scene going. It's always been very, very strong. Comedy Works is probably the best comedy club in the country. Yeah. And uh, so now that's what we do. So we run two shows, one at El Chirito. Every Friday it's more of a uh, lowercase or lower key, excuse me, uh, showcase. And uh, we have newer up-and-coming comics, a lot of new women comics oh, that's cool. on that one. It's a free show to come to. Anybody can come. And then the other one is birthday party that we run at Rack House Brewery and uh, Sea Squared Cider. Same okay. thing. And uh, uh, that one's more. We fly in headliners from L.A. And oh, wow. um, different people to come do that show. And it's been that's awesome. cool. I do have to say that I love El Chirito. That's like <clears throat> on a... Saturday night when I feel like really making bad choices, I always end up there and do some yeah, karaoke. It's the best. Yeah, their karaoke stage is is badass. Best. And comics love karaoke. Like, really? I mean, I love watching other people, not comics, do karaoke because yeah. I feel like it's the closest that uh, normals, as we call you guys, no, uh, normies. Come on. Yeah, you guys, normies. You guys get that's the closest you guys get to feeling like us. Like you're on stage, it's your moment. <laughs> Yeah. You know, there's not a lot of creative risk other than putting your voice out there, but but it's like that jo- that brings me so much joy to watch people like be on stage and like have that presence. And so, yeah, uh, Matt Oren is the owner of uh, Mel Chirito, and he is a huge comedy fan. He built a comedy club in the back of his, the second room in El Chirito. Is now is, a comedy club. Is that what that is? Because I've never been back there. I've been back in like that pool room where the bathrooms are and stuff. Yeah, and I know there's more. Oh, no, wait. It's off, it's off past the bar, right? Yeah, so that you go second in room? and yeah, okay. past the bar, you go left. There's a whole comedy room now. There's the sign no up shit. there and everything. It's called the Room Room. Also ran by a woman in Denver, which is oh. another person that I, I credit um, to being one of the, the strong women in Denver, Timmy Lasley. Uh, she manages that room. And we have shows that are every Friday. Like there's a comedy show every Friday. And then... Um, every Saturday, every once in a while, and we bring in Thursday. So it's like building, and it's built over many years. Like, we've been doing comedy. At, I mean, I've been doing comedy for seven years. There's always been an open mic or something at El Torito, and yeah. now it's, like, built into its own legitimate, like, indie comedy club. So That's awesome. It, it, it rules. It's That's the best. That's so cool. I'll have to swing by. Do they do jello shots on Fridays? Because if they do, I'm totally I'm in. sure they do. I don't <laughs> know. that What they do, the ticket there is the uh, – oh, what's it called? not going to be able to remember this is what it you get uh you get a shot of their tequila yeah they have a pickleback it's like this weird jalapeno pickle juice 
that you chase what? with. It's so good. And I you never heard get of that. whatever beer. It's Whoa. usually a PBR. Yeah. And it's called, I think it's their, called their power play. Okay. That's the move. Yeah. The, you go I, there. It's $5 for a shot of tequila and a PBR. Yeah. And this pickleback. And it's so good. The power play I always went for is the Jaeger PBR combo mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I still apparently think I'm in college. Oh, yeah. I can't do it. It's, it's like licorice. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it is. It's I haven't drank disgusting. Jaeger since like high school. It's probably good that way. Oh, I feel good about it. I, uh, it's so it. bad, dude. It's, it's so gross. fucking gross. It's I know. Gross. I think that's why I drink it. I just, I just like drinking gross. But I find myself it's drinking weird, it sometimes. It's like if like it's like, oh, it's drinking. you know, <laughs> it's like cutting. It's like three dollar Jaeger bombs. I do them. Yeah, yeah. It's like a way of hurting wait, wait, yourself, wait, wait. Hold but on. only you get to know. Yeah, it's all that years of psychological abuse Hold just bubbling up. Yep. What's up? Oh, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> that was beautiful, Pete. That was beautiful. Yeah, the Jello shots at El Trito always end up getting me though. They are. They're good. They have the. They walk around with them on the, the things. I run. So, I have a Super Bowl party there every year. Oh, nice. That's where I, I, I host that that party. I love. Do football. you guys? Okay. I love football so much, so much. Like, I love comedy, but when football season's in, it's like, <laughs> man, I'm a complete person. If you could give up comedy and go play football. I wouldn't play. I my my true dream job is to be one of those hot girls on the sidelines and oh sure, interview. like talking. To, I do. Yeah. I mean, I talk to a mic all the time. I would love to be like, Coach, what's the problem? How are you going to change the defense up? You know, that would be that's my fucking. Dream and then job. ask him what his weirdest sexual fantasy yeah. is. What does your dick look like? <laughs> yeah. We all oh, know what, you... what we all want to know. <laughs> yeah, we all know what you're going to do to change up the defense, but we really want to know. I'm is... excited that the Broncos head coach is a black man now. I really want to know about that. Dick. <laughs> no, now the Interest is peaked. Sorry, I'm turning your beer podcast into empty girl. Into, I do into, this a lot. You're turning our beer podcast into a dick podcast. You're so. welcome. Yeah, well, it's, uh, if, if you weren't going to do it, I was going to do it. So, I mean, <laughs> one of us was going to turn this Take into a dick hand, cast. Take my hand, Pete. Let's go down this path together. <laughs> Pete is the resident All dick right. expert here. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So, uh, where do we go from dicks, Pete? Yeah, let's talk about uh, my drinking. I was thinking we could just do <laughs> <laughs> Is that what we're talking about? My problems? Open air, this stuff? I am. You might hear me sniffling right now. I am a little bit sick. I My job is in bars. I'm in a bar almost every day. Yeah. Every day, even at Comedy Works, which is a comedy club, that's where I get my cheapest drinks. I get paid in beer, beer and booze all the time. Oh, that's awesome. That's like half of my, yeah, and we're in the sex pot thing. Half of our other pay is in weed. Like, oh, okay. It's, just, it's awesome. So you get it's the great. two major food groups. Yep, yep. Yeah, we're just a full nutritional pyramid. And uh, uh, so I'm in uh, bars all the time. I hosted a open mic on Sunday night. And they they won't let us do it inside because they want their regular bar patrons to escape the open mic comedy. Open mic comedy, very bad. It's not very good usually. Yeah, yeah. So I've definitely seen my share of open mic. I run a mic once a month outside and it's usually awesome well i can't do i can only i can pick whichever week i want to do it every month it's one sunday a month and i try to fit it around the weather well uh next week is memorial day they will not let me do it on one of those holidays where the, nobody works oh, the next sure. monday because you're just going to be screaming into the void and it's yeah um so <laughs> this was my last week to do it this month and i'm I'm literally living and dying by my 10% share of the bar tab <laughs> at all times. Just counting that as your income basically yes, now? Yes. And so I started the mic because it was raining on Sunday 
Well, it said it was raining. It wasn't raining yet. Was it? On Sunday night at like 10 p.m. Oh, okay. That's when they let us out. Oh, Comics right. get to come out at 10 p.m. <laughs> yeah. and, you uh, literally <laughs> only come out at night. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it okay. started, I was like, let's just start this mic as soon as it starts raining. My roommate uh, is very nice, Jake uh, Ortiz. He does uh, light, lighting for the Pepsi Center. So he oh, does nice. all lighting and sound stuff for any of my tiny baby shows. Uh, but he brought his equipment out. And as soon as I start talking, rain starts coming down. And I'm like, fuck. (laughs) We can end. Like, we covered everything in bags, but you can still hear fine. And I was like, we can stop. Like, I don't want to hurt the mics or, you know, whatever. He's like, whatever. If you want to do this, it's fine. The equipment's fine. And I was like, okay. So we just did an open mic at Matchbox. Oh. uh, Back patio in the pouring rain. I love Matchbox. It's the best. That whole group of bars, Squire, Matchbox. Uh, 715 Club is like that's their new sort of I've only been to 715 once don't remember it's it pretty but new. it looked pretty nice new. from what I remember um, yeah so some of the like bar managers from Squire and Matchbox have gone over and okay. built that sort of up as, as far as my understanding goes of it but those three bars are like where I'm at if I'm not doing a show like and I have to just choose a bar for social reasons not for professional ones yeah then those are the, one of the three that I would I would go <laughs> to so we just did and I've never done this before, but we just did a, co- uh, a mic in the pouring fucking rain. Really? Was it really coming down by it the was. time it like, got there's going? There's a picture of me online. My hair is just drenched. <laughs> like, just like, and I was just like, well, we're going. It was, everybody's sort of like hardcore about it. Like, there's something gritty about open mics where it's just like the shittier it is, like the more you earn your badge well, or whatever. You're expecting it to be bad, right? I mean, like, yeah, me, as a, me as an audience member, like when I go, I'm expecting it to be really bad and you know i'm rooting for the people i, I really am like yeah. i want them to get up there and like and do well and like sure. you know especially if it's their fucking first time i want it. them to have fun what's that yeah. pete i said just get up there and fucking kill it yeah you know? yeah. yeah i've seen instances where people have done that i've seen instances where people I... came up with piss on their pants yeah. and like that was the best joke they had all night and it wasn't even their own <laughs> so it's <laughs> yeah so um and i didn't uh a comic kevin o'brien used to run this mic i just this is the second month i've I've ran it, but uh, yeah, we did it in the pouring rain, and now I'm a little sick. So you got a little That's all I'm trying bug. to say. <laughs> well, Maybe I have a sinus infection from just, literally, it was literally just pouring down my face. Like, it was like, it was so cool. It was like, I felt like Prince, but comedy, you know? <laughs> yeah, right. Like, purple rain, purple rain. <laughs> did you just bust like, out in the middle of your And I'm just holding satchel. electrical equipment, just waiting for it to, like, right, just fucking like... shock me. <laughs> never happened. Just zap. Oh, man. Uh, yeah. God loves comedy well, that's, like that, I do. You know, <laughs> fucking good on you for <laughs> powering through I the mean, weather. I don't know why they showed up and did time. I made money. That's why I was there. I'm not <laughs> sure why all those other comics like really needed to do comedy in the rain. I'm not sure what they got out of it, it other than just to have the story. But yeah, maybe that's probably more, the story. Yeah, material for them in the future. I mean, for me, I've been doing comedy again like seven years, and like that is definitely a unique situation. I've never done. I've never done comedy in the pouring rain, and so yeah. now it's like. I'll never have to be afraid of that ever again, which is nice. We've never podcast in the pouring rain, but I was in a brewery once that had some very big uh, condensation issues and we were getting some drips. Oh, shit. Yeah. That... Which, you know, again, that's not nearly as cool, but we have no, a lot more like other... open equipment. And no, shit. yeah, we did that the other night, like uh, at Rack House. They were, they were brewing, so it's very humid and, and hot oh, yeah. in there. And like, yeah, it was like dripping on the spotlight and shit. And we're just like, okay, you know. <laughs> Let's just hope for the best. I know if you were saying something like it was really loud too, so it was kind of hard to like. It was really a... loud. They had their like 
extra generator, you know, whatever. The, I don't know how brewing works. You would know better than me, but, like, they had their extra equipment on. Yeah, sure. So, like, we're dealing with the buzz and the electrical overload, and it was it was kind of nuts. But For, From, like, a live, like, audio, like, performance standpoint, like, I've never actually produced live audio, like, in the moment. I'm always take, taking yeah. audio and then, like, you know, making it sound good for later, but... Sure. That seems like one of the nightmare. worst places like to try a, and do it. It was a weird nightmare, uh, but, you know, I'm stronger for it or whatever. Yeah, That's not. What I like to tell myself. Hey, I've always said every time something fucks up, I now know how to keep a straight face when something fucks up so no one else knows it's going on. Yeah, yeah. The only problem is the spotlight went out, so mm. that was hard to hide. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, this is normal. We like to let them do it in the dark. We want them to really feel their feelings. Uh, yeah. Really lets that emotion out. No, but I was really happy the comics that were on stage just kept going, like they're professional, they're consummate professionals, and that was awesome. It, like that part of, like, it really felt. I walked away from that feeling like our friends and comedy and everything just like won't let us fail. <laughs> like we're trying really hard, we're putting a lot of effort into the show. And yeah. It's like, no matter what happens, like these people aren't gonna let us fail. So it was, it was a really good feeling. Actually. So they weren't like prima donnas when the spotlight went up. Like I can't work under these conditions and no, like yeah, walk off yeah, the stage. Yeah, no, they were great. Well, one of them was Rachel, who's part of my group, so she's yeah. obviously not gonna do it. But they just kept going, and and the headliner who we brought in from LA just kept going, and I was like, thank you. Yeah. So I mean, he's getting paid, so I hope so. But yeah. Some people <laughs> would be a little bit weird and be like. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> I don't know what to do. I can see out of my right yeah. eye right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I would blame the fact that I'm unfunny on the light. I'd be like, it's the light. If the light's out, I'm not funny anymore. Yeah. <laughs> in- oh, this isn't my fault. I'm not fucking funny. Yeah. Just- you can hear my words, but if you can't see my face, yeah. how do we make it work? There's no way. It's like one of those 2020 interviews. Get the voice modulator going. Get the yep. silhouette down. Oh, that is exactly how it felt. He kept trying to move around. He's like, "Is it better here?" He's trying <laughs> to find the like side ambient light with his with his face. You know, it was like he tried. For, kept well, on. good on him. For you yeah. as a comedian, like I don't know, that movement just made me think. And I've I've never really asked this before. Do you are you really hyper aware of where you are on stage and like what you're doing and where <laughs> or anything like that? I mean, it takes a very long time to kind of learn that stuff because I'll watch people now, even at open mics and stuff, and they don't know to, like, stand in the light or, like, where or, like, how close they need to be to an audience. Like, you can tell by how uh, how aware the audience is or how much they're paying attention to you okay. to, to tell you how close you need to be to them. And so, yeah. like, that's something I really try to, like, model for newer comics if I'm out at a mic. It's like, hey, guess what, guys? You're not standing in the light this whole time. And I'll, like, <laughs> move into, like... Because I don't realize, like, your face has a big part to do with it. Like, and that's a big thing with newer comics or, um, I mean, white comics specifically. Like, they we're want, so reflective. Well, they don't, they don't, you don't act, do any performance. It's all your oh. words. You're, like, facing it on your words. Yeah. And there's no, like, act out or, you know, there's no attitude with it at all when yeah, you're yeah. new. You're expecting the joke to just stand on its own. Uh, so you're not really worried about what your face looks like. So you didn't think about the light. Whereas once you do it a long time, you're like, oh, once I can see my face and I put a little bit more effort into like the pauses and what my face looks like and where I put, you know, the emphasis on the word. And if I yell this part or whisper this part, like you learn that part. But um, they don't know that. And a lot of the open mic situations that we do at these shitty bars, like a lion's lair or a. Uh, or a matchbox in the rain or uh, you know <laughs> yeah. or the squire like it's not ideal situation so part of open mic comedy and doing comedy at all these different bars is a learning your threshold where how drunk can you get and b uh <laughs> like how do you 
even in these worst situations, like how do you make it work for you? Yeah. And that's really what, like they're practicing their jokes, but in the long term, they'll all learn. Like you're actually just learning how to perform in any condition. Yeah. Pete, we, we can relate to that threshold bit, right? Pete and I used to be in a band back in the day and our whole, oh, totally. it, was, it was how drunk we could get and yeah. still like play our instruments. And for Pete, it was a matter of how well he could scream all, you know, yeah. being drunk and shit. It's nuts. Well, before this Matchbox open mic, uh, there used to be an award where you, if you had the best set, you'd get a beer with Kev, which is, he was the one that ran the mic at the time. But there was also an award for like just the worst audience member. We called the Human Garbage Award. <laughs> really? And it, it was always just like a very shit-faced. Human horrible. Garbage Award? Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome, isn't it? It's whoever was Amazing. the most shit-faced. I don't want to brag, you guys, but I won Best Set and Human Garbage <laughs> Same, Same night. night? Yeah. Because <laughs> yep. I got up, because there's a bocce ball court in the back. Yeah. I went to step on stage and just fell like, immediately back and just, like, just did, my, shit. did my set, like, on the ground. Oh, man. Still had a great set. <laughs> did your set on the ground just on your back? You're like, well, yep. I'm here, so fuck <laughs> this it. This is what I meant to do. Uh, yeah, <laughs> no, so. All right, ladies and germs, here we go. Uh-huh. So that's... Uh, that's the best part. I don't know. I love dive bars. Do you usually start really sets like with uh, hello, ladies and germs? I hear that a lot in cartoons and wonder if it's real. <laughs> I, I never have. I know a lot of co- – I knew a few comics that say, how are you doing, ladies and gentlemen? Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen. Uh, and that's an interesting – I never – They do a three-peat? Uh, yeah, no, they just say it a lot. Oh, okay. No, that was – that was me. How about people that's like, hey, gang? Ooh. Yeah. They're like, oh, gang is a good one. That's hey, a good one. Ready to... I mean, I say, I say, hey, how are you guys doing? Like, I try to do that just to, like, yeah. engage them initially. But then I'm like, shut the fuck up. I'm talking. And, like, I don't. <laughs> it was a rhetorical <laughs> question, assholes. I don't ask anymore. I want a woo at the beginning and then shut your goddamn <laughs> face. Just bring a sign out with you like a like a ring girl in a boxing match. Right. Just instead of a match number, it's a, a woo. Yep. Woo, woo. All right. Done. And then you just throw, just it away. throw yep. that shit yep. out. This is your turn's over. Uh, it's interesting though. Be- uh, booze is like your man. It's like your courage, but it's also like your worst enemy in comedy. It's also like even if you're you're essentially until you're a big name, until you're a huge name, you are sell like your job. You're you're saying you're a comic, but you are up there selling beer. Like that's your job. Yeah. You're, encouraging people to keep drinking because your money comes from them yeah drinking. and as an mc for like open mic night i'm sure you're pimping that shit oh hard absolutely because... absolutely i was like i guys please drink that's why i make money that's why i'm here that's why we get to do this like i'm not he- if i wasn't making money off of bar t- sales right now i wouldn't be here we wouldn't be having this mic so go drink let's do it i never actually knew that i just always assumed they were doing that as a you know a big up to the bar because the, the comedy club in gr uh, Dr. Grins, they, uh-huh. uh, Thursday nights or Wednesday nights. I remember I used to go one night a week and, uh, <clears throat> all the headliners for like the weekend would usually come in and start that night, but they would always have open mic and then the direct support and then the main, the main sure. liner and the, the open mic stuff was always intense. But the dude that hosted that would always just, you know, like we're talking right. about, just be always yeah. like, don't forget your two, uh, drink minimum well, and tip your bars, you know, your surf com- staff at improv or comedy works. Like, Unless it's like a big name, like a Dave Chappelle or like a, or, you know, somebody, you know, just who can sell on their own. A lot of those guys that come through very fucking funny comics, but they're not household names. People go there because they're just like, I know it'll be funny. They don't know them. So a lot of those people get free tickets. Like most comedy club tickets are comps. 
So they make all their money off of bar and drink sales. I believe that. I know so. I've I've somehow got on a mailing list and got like ten dollar tickets to some uh, the dudes that played Mac and Farva in Super Troopers. Yep, Lemmy yeah. and Heffernan. Uh, they, yeah. they I got hooked up with like ten dollar tickets for like a tw- up to a twenty person party one night at Comedy right. Works. Yeah, I've opened that for was awesome. Jay Chandra Sekar from Oh really? Troopers a Hell yeah! Times. Yeah, and like he he actually has a name that's drawn, but like his he's not. Like last time I opened for him was maybe a few months ago. He was at Comedy Works. He hadn't done comedy in six months, and you could tell. Like he's rusty. there, but they're booking him because they know everyone that comes in that door is going to be like beer, yeah, beer fest, yeah. Like, and they love it. <laughs> yeah, that's what we did. <laughs> so, which is great, and he still did great, but he wasn't. He was just rusty. Like he, like yeah. most of them probably wouldn't be able to tell. Like I can tell as a comic that you're like, oh, like he was pacing around the green room, like trying to remember all his jokes he had on a paper. I'm like, this is You like saw him stuff. before he even went out in front of the yeah, crowd. So you, yeah, yeah and oh, he was okay. just like reading over and over and over, trying to remember all his jokes, trying to make sure he can fill an hour. Like yeah, he yeah. has to fill an hour and he hasn't talked into a microphone for six months. It's nuts. But they're, they know he'll sell beer so hard. Yeah, so, absolutely. He even did like a chugging thing at the end. Oh, really? He brings people on stage and like does that. <sighs> so his whole mantra like is perfect for a comedy club. I yeah. got to go on stage with Lemmy and Heffernan, but... I didn't get to chug any beer. I had to eat a fucking peach. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> because it's so much lamer. I, I know. It was really ridiculous. They, uh, they, the joke was they used to do this with ladies all the time, but there was some equal. I don't remember. There, there's a whole joke behind it, but they had two dudes come up on stage and they're asking them questions. And basically, the questions were, "Who would you fuck? Who would you let fuck you?" Yeah. And it was it was under the guise of trivia about beer fest and super troopers. So me and this other gigantic dude, I had hair back then. This guy was bald. I really wish I had been shaving my head because uh, yeah, yeah. it would have been like a mini me, major me type yeah, scenario. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we ended up tying based on our answers. I'm like, well, what can we do? Again, we usually do this with ladies, but we'll have to do a, a peach. I got these peaches. Let's have a, an eat peaches off thing whenever and like eat the peaches sexy as you can. So I'm up there just like, like going to town this peach just like, you know, just <laughs> yeah, yeah, letting yeah. my tongue have. I was rubbing on my nipples and shit. <laughs> Weird fact, <laughs> peaches will stain a shirt. I had peach oh, ring nipple like stains. Know. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, I uh I got to stand that bet- for the rest of my life. Thank you. <laughs> just just in case you ever find yourself with peaches. I, you never know. Too, there's a sign over there that says don't in the other room. Oh, okay. I was like, not in this there's room. a sign, there's puppets on the ground where it says don't break the puppets. And I was like, This is a weird <laughs> life that I laid. <laughs> <laughs> like, <where laughs> take pictures of that be like all right okay this, now i know this uh, is my life now but that is it's true i've even gone on the road like going up to wyoming and um you know to these fucking horrible dive bars but we're so afraid we're not going to get our guaranteed money because there, there's no audience so you're even though as a performer you have a bar tab and you don't have to pay to drink you're like encouraging the audience to buy drinks for oh, yeah. you because you get a cut of that money. And like, there were times when I was a much younger comic. I don't think I do it now, but maybe, uh, depends on my mood, <laughs> but like where you're just drinking so much and they want to keep buying you beer. So you just go throw up and you're like, all right, <laughs> just, just pull a trigger and be like, well, yeah, yeah. don't want to get too it's wasted. Sad, but yeah, exactly. You're like, you got to stay safe. Like you're in the middle of bumfuck yeah. Wyoming and the fucking I was just bar say- owners. Like if my old lady, this literally happened last time I was there. Like, the old bar owner was like, if my old lady wasn't home, you'd be coming home with me. And I'm like, no, no I wouldn't. I, I believe would I have a say in this matter. Craig, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just um, but just like, checking. So you're just trying to drink with them. Also, it's part of their experience. They feel like 
when you go to these small towns, they're like, oh, this is so cool. And, like, you don't want to be like, no. You know, <laughs> no, thanks. I'm good. You know, so you're just drinking. Like, drinking is a part of your job, which is why I love comedy so much. There was it feels one... like I'm in the wrong. I feel like I should have just gotten into comedy just for that fact right it's there. It's awesome, dude. Uh, I drink for free in this town pretty much all the time. That's awesome. It's beautiful. I hope to aspire to that one day. Yeah. When Beer and Loathing is a major household name. we started name. doing this podcast. To drink free. It's smart. Yeah, so far I do all the free drinking. Pete got to drink free like twice. Oh. <laughs> we'll send you it in the mail. Yeah. Coupons. Yeah. Coupons. <laughs> <laughs> Pete, just, just take the coupons. I make you into a bar. I don't, <laughs> I don't even know how paying for beer works, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Coupon, right? You, That's how normal give, people do it? We're doing this beer for this money beer scheme. Money. What is this? Well, at Comedy Works, if you're if you're a if you're a comic, you get two dollar drinks no matter what. Oh, night. nice. Two dollars all night. So like it's like top shelf. Or oh, anything, anything really? you order is two dollars. Doesn't matter. Two dollars. It could be. I mean, and they don't really have like they don't. Even, I couldn't order a PBR if I wanted like the shitty yeah. beer. I can order there's like a fifty to fifty four. Yeah. It's like all pretty decent beer, and it's but yeah, the mixed drinks doesn't matter. And and we're friends with the bar staff, so they're. I mean, if you get a mixed drink, they're pouring really heavy. Liberally, yeah. Huh? yeah. So it's awesome. It's awesome. There's a lot of comics who quit drinking because it's like, whoa, I have a problem. <laughs> I've done it. I take. I took nine months off of drinking. Nice. Over a year. Ago. Well done. Nine months. About a year ago. Yeah, it was a long. Was uh, the nine months significant? No, I was not. <laughs> I was not pregnant. Okay. Uh, just no. checking. I mean, maybe. <laughs> like a month, Like maybe it was just my yeah. biological clock being like, "You're supposed to be pregnant at 30. Maybe you should try it." No. Uh, it was just an emotional. Uh, no, it was just more like uh, drinking. If you guys didn't know, can uh, increase depression and anxiety. Mm. And uh, I definitely just needed to hit the reset button. I mean, I've been drinking so heavily since. I was 21 years old when I started doing comedy that I was like, whoa, I need to kind of like readjust my relationship yeah, with sure. this whatsoever. Because it was like, I don't like the feeling when, like for me right now, drinking these beer, I'm very happy to do it. Trust me, I love it. But it's not the ordinary for me to drink a beer right now. Whereas before I quit drinking, it'd be like, it would be not ordinary to not yeah like not drinking would be the hard choice to make it's so, always good to remove it from your life too to see how your body reacts if you're like you just go through the dts well, yeah, and i did fucking... i had like anxiety probably for about two weeks and i and it was really bad like i didn't know how to talk to people anymore i didn't know how to do comedy sober either which was a big no. huge problem yeah. for me because you're always riding that line of like too drunk and not drunk enough and that's like it's way easier to just be in control of your sober faculties rather than trying to hit that perfect spot yeah every night it is interesting miss the mark it is always interesting to see who will drink a beer or who will drink water or who have yeah. what you assume is a mixed drink or something on stage when you know i it's uh it, i don't know that, that's interesting to me to see i've met more i mean and maybe it's just because everybody i meet is comics but i've met more sober people to do comedy just yeah. because they had to reach that breaking point of like this is my job and i'm not messing around and i definitely hit that too especially as we talked about the exodus earlier when all those top tier yeah. comics left that's kind of part of it too is when i i was like i need to like buckle down and, and step up into like a leadership role and in, in denver comedy i was like i gotta get my shit together so uh a big thing was like it, it was just more i was never gonna be like not drinking again i definitely didn't go to aa or anything um, yeah but it was just about like reestablishing my relationship with 
alcohol. Establishing and, uh, some now boundaries. We're best, now we're best friends. Uh, we Be- had a rough relationship before. <laughs> now we're besties. Uh, no. Um, but yeah, so yeah, I did that. And a That's lot cool. of comics are just purely sober. And it's you can find more sober friends in comedy than you would ever imagine. But it's all because everybody's gone through that where you started comedy. Yeah. You're at a beer. You're at a bar every night. When you first start, you're so nervous all the fucking time. So it's just like drink and like you get into that bad habit. And then you're yeah. like, whoa, I never even learned how to do comedy sober. Yeah. And then and some people still haven't. I can hear that. They're fine. Like I, can, I can understand that. Yeah. It's terrifying. Oh, yeah. Comedies could be scary. I mean, I don't feel anything anymore, but I imagine when I first with, with started, comedy, yeah, with comedy, yeah, right? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> yeah, with comedy. Well, just like uh, between the podcast and being on stage, and you talking to a mic every night, and you're just trying to think of new material, and you're thinking of new jokes. Like, I literally do have no shame. Like, that's that's not an emotion I feel. It's been normalized. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, like I actually need it. I need to be on. That's like the that's uh, the true addiction. That's is, your yeah. Is being on stage and like I got to get that laughs and the validation. You get and things that. Like that. That's where your dopamine rush comes yeah, from. Absolutely, and that's just to be to normal. Like I, you know, <laughs> like I can't. You know, I took last night off because I'm feeling sick and I'm thinking, God, I have this podcast right now to just talking to because I had to cancel my show tonight because I'm not feeling so hot and two nights off in a row is like unheard of, huh? Yeah. Well, Jones I'm glad Jones. you joined Jones us. I'm, really I, I'm glad we could at least, you know, get you that, that mini fix. That fix. We could be your uh, fucking Betty Ford clinic for I the night. I appreciate it. Yeah, that's cool. Pete, what do you think? Should we uh, get into the loaded questions? I mean, Let's I, do I, it. I feel like uh, we're about two beers, two beers, two <sighs> beers deep. I can't even say two beers Burr. deep. Two burrs. So this is the part of the show, Christy and uh, listener, where now that we've sufficiently either gotten our guests drunk or just gotten to know them well enough where we asked them some slightly more invasive questions, which Christy's going to be... You're not even going to... You're, you're fucking... I'm going to be like, huh, that's adorable. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure our questions are going to suck. No, it's fine. No, 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 it's great. I'm having, I'm having so much fun. <laughs> Set the bar fucking I'm having, I'm having so much fun on your garbage podcast. But... That's good. <laughs> our garbage human podcast. I'm just kidding. <laughs> garbage podcast. This is my home. Uh, no, We're just going to start changing it to the garbage cast. <laughs> If that's not already a podcast. Let's do it, dude. I'm, I'm all about it. Trash pod. cast. <laughs> the trash cast. The pod trash. Oh, my God. That's kind of fun, though. I would love to do more podcasting with just, like, the homeless on the street. <laughs> I, could, I, can't I, will I will give you a half pint of whiskey exactly. if you're on my podcast. Exactly. And they're like, hell yeah. Hell yeah, brother. Listen, I'm, <laughs> I'm working on my mobile audio setup. So if you need some random dude with, like, a fanny pack and a digital audio recorder with a couple of microphones, like, guns. Oh. Oh my God, just let me know. So I'll just fun. be like, okay. I'm in. <clears throat> Pete, you want to kick it off? Sure. So I call my questions the strife of the party. And I give you three beverages, uh, which could be beer, liquor, piss, other bodily fluids, etc. And you tell me how you'd consume each in its entirety. And you have an hour to do all three. So your options are sip, shotgun, and party enema, slash butt chug, that is drinking a beer through your butthole. I just want to clarify yeah. that because we've had a couple of episodes. They're like, what? Where that wasn't clear. Well, we couldn't hear Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. It's it's drinking liquor or liquids through your butthole. Sure. So f- first up, um, here are the three. Just decide if you which one you're going to sip, like which one Mar- you're going to shit. Is it sh- like, oh, it's a Mary Fuck Kill type of situation? Yes. Okay. Exactly. exactly. Yes. Yes. She, she's yes. already onto yes. our yes. shtick, man. This is bullshit. All right. 
Yep. <laughs> no more All comedians right. on this show. God damn it. <laughs> so the first one is a jar of sand, okay. an entire keg of beer, and jet fuel. <laughs> okay. Uh, and my options are sip. Sip, shotgun, shotgun. And, and butt chug. Okay. Party animal, oh. whatever you want to call it. Yeah, yeah. I think I got to go sand in my butt. <laughs> Smooth that shit out, huh? Well, Do you want another beer? There is more. Yeah, I know. Did you oh, want yeah. one? That's yeah, what I was, yeah. I was grabbing them. That's why um, I was asking. Yeah, because I just feel like maybe that would be like a very interesting way to clean out your colon. It uh, might feel good, too. You never know. Yeah, it could just... I don't know. It feels kind of like a... Uh, what are they? You do realize that's like, like small pieces of rock, right? Like very sharp yeah. pieces, individual grains. I mean, my body does her, not digest corn well. I her feel like I'm eyes just rolled in the back, up in the back of her head. <laughs> <laughs> that's me because I'm drunk. Um, no, uh, I think I would do sand just because, like, the idea. I don't know. I have a lot of bad dreams about my teeth crumbling in my mouth so i don't want and i don't want sand in my mouth at all i just feel like it would remind me of that yeah i can, um, hear that. I can, I can yeah. understand that. uh jet fuel uh i feel like i would i would sip the jet fuel mm, savor it yeah. yeah i mean that's a that's a delicacy yeah <laughs> yeah when in Rome. well you're gonna die anyway so it might be a good way to go out yeah just let's you know let's do it slow let's you know let's see how i feel you might get buzzed for a minute like i'd for like a to while. think so I hope so. I mean, if you huff it, you definitely. And plus, they, they'd be like, maybe in your obituary, it'd be like, Christy led a great life. She was a comic. She died by sipping jet fuel for an hour. Yeah, like, that want... would be a pretty cool way to go. <laughs> that was, I mean, as an obit, put, as a comedian, yeah, put it on my. Put people it on be my like, tombstone. people be like, what is this? Is this just her She's taking so the joke into the grave? She never lets it go. Yeah, um, I feel like I would. So I would sip the jet fuel just because. You would shotgun an entire keg of beer then is the only option that's left. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty hard for. Thank you. Yeah. I, I applaud you. I've shotgunned I mean, I a sip, lot of dumb shit. I, I sip on a keg of beer all the time. <laughs> Sounds like uh, a Tuesday night to yeah, you usually. Yeah, I, can just, I would rather, you know, let's, let's take it up a notch. So those are my options. And I really hope the sand just helps me feel like clean and pure and clears me out we're all gonna laugh when in two years that's like the major hollywood like cleanse trend yeah well they started doing repositories for your butt weed in your butt weed butts okay well i've just done like the plant but they actually have like pills for it now (laughs) yeah like you can put a weed suppository in your butt i mean i'm not surprised because you can take most medication like vaginally or anally you can take alcohol anally but yeah, i heard it also. kills you almost <laughs> yeah every I mean, time you can't you don't you can't but the people who are trying to say skinny they try to do it because it keeps low calories <laughs> try running bitches i used to know this <laughs> girl weak, i used to know two eaten. girls in high school <laughs> oh uh, sorry no go I ahead used to know two girls who would dip their tampons in vodka shut do you know someone that actually did that it would be fucking wasted before the end of the first hour i heard not my mom used to work at the high school i went to and uh, she worked there for several years after I graduated. Uh-huh. And apparently they had like a re-whatever occurrence of that problem a lot at one point of of teenage girls like soaking their tampons and shit. I had not shit. even heard of it. I drank a lot at school, just, you know, mixing in some Gatorade or whatever. I yeah. Was, I was a band, you know. I went to pep band, pretty blitz all the <laughs> you're, time. You were pretty peppy in pep band? I was very peppy in pep band. And... Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> merching wasn't but I a little, didn't, little uh I don't know. I didn't ever uh I didn't ever have to go that far out of out of the way to get that. Uh, yeah. Fixed. What I mean, was what was the like positive like they, they could, could shove it up there and go to class, I guess. I don't know. I mean, yeah. would you that, I think that was it. Think well they would either <laughs> fucking mix it in with They'd either mix it in with like their orange juice. This was the first period, and I had both these girls in the first period. Right. And it's funny that I'm talking about tampons. I, in the first period, yeah. I'm glad you anyway, went there because so, I was ready I didn't even to do think that. about it, but I'm glad you brought me along. <laughs> so, <laughs> I in first period, they would either mix orange juice with vodka. Like they'd have like orange juice bottles and they just like put vodka in it. Or they'd be like, yeah, we totally like dipped. Was it real orange juice or was it Sunny D? Because, you know, it's fucking high school. No, it was real orange juice, dude. Oh, well, but... Yeah, it was like what, a real screwdriver. What high school student drinks real orange juice? Sunny D, I'd be suspicious if I was at They would sit in the first fucking row of like every class I was in too. Really? I would yeah, drink it was so amazing. much. When I was in high school, I was in band, like I just already said, and we would have, I would have parties. Like I didn't, I had a very neglectful father. <laughs> Shout out Todd. And uh, we had a lot of parties <laughs> and... Uh, there was a few times where we got so we'd have band camp before school even started. Like you do marching band camp for a couple of weeks. Oh um, yeah, yeah. And we'd have parties, and then the next day you showed up at band camp just like wearing the same clothes, and just everybody's so like hungover. And my friend Sabrina had taken uh, wine from my house, and she got suspended from school for drinking before school started. <laughs> How's Sabrina these days? Wow. You still keep in touch? Oh yeah, she's a good friend. Yeah, she sounds awesome. Right? She's great. She's awesome. She works at uh, Euclid Hall. Oh, all right. Yeah, she likes she likes to drink. Go too. Euclid Hall. Um, but yeah, no, she. Uh, I'm I'm proud of her. You know, that's a tough thing to do is to get suspended from school before it starts. That's know? yeah. That's I'm not mad. I'm impressed. Yeah, that's... and she wasn't a rookie. She wasn't fucking tamponing it. <laughs> She's <laughs> drinking fucking wine. Wine. Yeah, who the at, fuck drank just, wine in, at that age? Well, that's just what we had. Like, you know, yeah, remember okay. when you're young and you would just mix it all together because you're like, well, what's what? Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know what you guys is like. My, parent, my parents didn't have wine, so I guess I that's I puked a black one night because of that shit. Just mixing, like, yeah. rum and triple sack, whatever was in the fucking cupboard, so you know, nice. like into a big pint glass. Speaking of Jaeger, Sabrina once puked on my white carpet. Jaeger. And they're... To, to the day I moved out of my house was just a Jaeger stain on my bedroom oh, door. That's... Oh, oh, Sabrina, wow. I love you. She's not good work, Sabrina. Yeah. All right, so uh, my questions are more straight-up would-you-rather type questions. Okay. I, I, I'll just... I won't even try to veil them as anything else since you'll just see right through it. <laughs> so would you rather have no taste buds whatsoever or have all booze taste like warm, weak-old piss? Second one, I, would, I mean, because you're still gonna drink it. If you're, right. If you're pure alcoholic, it doesn't matter what it tastes it's, like, and that's probably where I'm at. I'd rather taste my food. Yeah, at least you could, yeah, chase that weak old piss with like a cheeseburger or I something. Think so yeah, well, I mean, I mean, if I let this PBR sit long enough, it'll be there. Too. Yes. Like if it's yeah. warm, it's pretty gross. I don't like warm beer at all. So I but like I'm it. glad I bought this after work then because yeah. I thought about picking it up before. I'm like, no, it's gonna be warm. I don't have a good. Well, cooler. we have a whole fridge back there full I, of PBR. I, I didn't know. I, I didn't know either. Oh, okay. Now, well, I didn't know your facilities now we either. Know. Now, we know. now, now the knowledge is there. Mm-hmm. All right, Pete. What's our next uh, strife of the party? Wow, that is a big weed butt I just noticed. Yeah, this is like a. <laughs> it's a very serious weed compound we're in right and now. And gumbo. 
Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, I'm Pete, jealous. straight for the party. Not because I smoke or anything. I well, no, it's a picture. It's a anything. it's a picture of one. It's not a real one. It's just a picture. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. I'll take a picture and send it to you. It's, it's beautiful. Thank you. All right, so um, man, I have a couple that I want to do, but I'm I'm just gonna. I have a few, like I have a few really good ones, but I'm just gonna go with this one. Okay, keep building them up. I'll save the other one for last. Uh, so it's the uh, fuck Mary kill thing, sure. uh, except it's sip shotgun butt chug. Uh, so the first one is a bucket of the backwash accumulated from roughly 300 beers served at a random bar in Louisiana over the course of a, a weekend. Okay. Uh, a glass of rainwater plucked from a puddle on Colfax in Denver. <laughs> That could be surprisingly right. good. Yeah. And a wine glass filled with liquid paper. What is what is, is liquid paper? Oh, is that's like white, white out, out isn't stuff, it? Okay. Basically. Yep. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, it's white out, yeah. So I not would, actually liquefying paper. I couldn't do this this bit. I don't think. I think that has to be in the butt. <laughs> <laughs> Who hasn't had spit in their butt before? Okay, <laughs> you're not doing it right if you haven't. Okay, and. Uh, <laughs> Uh, the second one was what? Colfax a glass rainwater. of rainwater plucked from, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, I would shotgun, I want that to be done. And then, uh, I would sip that, you, that paper. A wine glass filled with liquid paper. Okay, fair enough, I could see that. Yeah, does it have any alcohol? That's pretty calories? much the responses I was coming. I imagine there's enough yeah. chemicals I mean, in there, you'll catch something. If anything, if I'm sipping away, at least it's a good Instagram photo. <laughs> just like white all Spoken over my... like it would be like the got milk i'm a content creator i'm yeah, always thinking a, a true promoter <laughs> content creator uh my marketing day job is just firing on all cylinders right now <laughs> anyways that's mine that's good i need to start thinking ahead and picking my next question before people are done with that <clears throat> so these next two are probably not going to make much sense would you rather have your hands turn into ice cream or jello when you're drunk? But they turn back when you sober up. Oh, ice cream for sure. <laughs> yeah. Is jello even an option? What who's picking jello, you fucking weirdo? I don't know. I don't, mm. Ice cream's great. <laughs> that that sounds like a privilege. Oh, I get drunk and all of a sudden there's a fucking hot fudge sundae in my hands, on my hands. They are No, you my you hands? are yeah. Yes. But if you eat them, they go away. Forever? Probably. All right. Well, I'm already disabled. I can go. I can do a bigger. <laughs> I can go. Go I can, take I it to the next level yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If anything, it just helps my act. There you go. No, I don't have hands. Let's talk about that. <laughs> just wave your nubs around in the yeah. air. Yeah. Um, that would be fun to do comedy without hands. But like no mic stand. <laughs> <laughs> Just trying to nub the fucking mic. Would you like back the mic around? Yeah, just like you have to figure it out whether you like put it on a table and just like like turn your head. You've got to see that. Yeah, I know. I'm doing a lot of visual cues. It's very good podcasting. Yeah. And uh, I don't know, but there was one. There was a show. There's a very good show called uh, uh, Late Late Breakfast out of Chicago. And uh, we did a version of it here in Denver called um, Funky Brunch. And it is like you're doing comedy while you have to do these wacky things. And one of the things oh, is nice. like you have to do comedy while you build. Uh, Funky Brunch was all based on the 70s. So uh, it was like, um, 
you're a brick house and you're just like having to do your comedy while the song is playing and, and bake, make a little brick house out of these paper materials she gave you but you they don't have a lego but you also don't have a mic stand so you're just doing all of it at the same time <laughs> and it's hilarious it's hilarious to watch these people step out of their element a little bit and have to like do that like one more has got to be some like crazy concentration element i mean like you're already probably dealing with several things between the crowd lighting and all that stuff yeah but then, and like... you're drunk at a 2 30 on a sunday <laughs> it's just like there's so I many mean, components who isn't drunk at 2 30 on a sunday that's, that's why i call it sunday fun day yeah, that's why I miss football season. Ah, uh, we'll be back sooner than you know. So soon, so soon. Um. Anyways, yeah. Did All right. I do it? I can't remember. No, you did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was good. You took it a step further too, which is that's what we, that's what we go for. Yep. You're welcome. I got one more. I know you do, Pete. I got one more. Let it loose. All right. So, a 25 ounce mug of your own blood. Okay. Uh, 20 ounces of ocean water, and a fifth of Fireball. Oh, fireball's the worst. How many ounces of ocean water? Twenty. Uh, twenty. Yeah. Why? Where are you getting these numbers from? Well, I don't know. I figured twenty couldn't be like toxic, right? No, it's yeah, not. That's toxic. probably true. People actually, this is a if you're ever stopped up. I'm taking an extra <laughs> step. You ever stopped up? You know, in the butt stuff, and uh, you need to try to like clear out. Uh, you can actually chug, you can chug salt water and that will clear you out because your body can absorb salt water. So it literally just rushes water through your body. So if you ever have some constipation issues, try it. And so I, I would chug that. Um, I, I don't know. I've been, uh, I would drink my own blood. I would sip on my own blood. Sure. I'm fine with that. It's already, it doesn't matter if it's warm or cold. Pete, is it warm or cold? Oh my god, either way, it's fucking gross. It's real gross. I feel like cold to be congealed a little bit, probably start clotting, so you probably want it warm, right? Yeah, I want it to be like my mouth temperature. I don't want to deal with the temperature. I don't know. Uh, Speaking of temperature, I'm going to go back to the third one. But, um, I don't know if you guys knew this, but taking a sake bomb, uh, for me, personally, is the closest... Have you guys done sake bombs? Sake and, and, and beer, you drop the sake bomb. I have not done a sake bomb. I just drink sake nope. straight up you usually. Just, you drop like yeah. hot wine, and hot rice wine into a cold beer. Uh, if you want to know what it's like to take a, a shot of cum in your mouth, oh. it's very like that. Really? Like the, 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 the like sudden temperature change, it actually makes me very, I'm like, like it makes me, I don't like doing sake bombs, but that's what I can compare it to is like when you're just, you know, you're having fun, you know, you're, you're, you're enjoying a ding dong, if you will. And then you get a, <laughs> then you get a, the hostess guy. Wait, what? I'm sorry. You get a, and then you get a, then you get a, it reminds me of a sake bomb. Anyways. Okay. <sighs> what was the last one? <laughs> what, am, what am I chugging? I Tell forgot me. too. <laughs> Tell me what I'm chugging. I've already made my choice. A chalice of cum. Actually. Is that it? No, that wasn't oh, it. No, it's a big He just he just pulled the rug out. Anyways, what was it? I can't remember. What'd you say? Yeah, what did you say? Fit the fireball. Oh, oh that's the fireball. Right. Yeah. I would. Yeah, I would. Did I say butt chug? Yeah, I will all butt chug that. I don't want that shit in my. I'll die. <laughs> in my mouth. No, I'd rather, I'd rather take... have a salty load or whatever in yeah. your mouth than. Yeah. Well, I guess that was blood. Not. Never mind. 
I'm sorry, we guys. Took it, we I took, took it. it. You said take it a step further. No, that's fine. I Listen, we have no holds barred on this show. I and... start crying, and then I really turn it into an empty girlfriend. <laughs> right. <crying>. Just finish strong. <laughs> um, that's what I choose. Oh, that's... But now we learned. Now you guys know. You If, if I ever if want to simulate taking ever... a load... Saki bomb. And if you're ever just constipated, just fucking chuck some salt water. It goes straight through you. It's amazing. Have you ever considered starting a health podcast on top of your relationship podcast? I don't now? think that would be a good choice. I have, <laughs> I've had like three Crunchwrap Supremes in the last 48 hours. So <laughs> God I don't think damn. I can do it. <laughs> Anyways, Pete, are you still there? Did I. <laughs> Pete? Did we lose him? I was gonna say he's either fucking with us or he's taking a piss. There's oh. there's two options here. I mean, it could be both too. You don't know. That is also. I mean, they do fit possible. the same vein of everything. Yeah, usually, uh, usually when Pete asks if he's there, that's when we catch him off taking a piss, trying to be covert and shit. Sure, sure. Okay. Well, Christy, thank you so much for wait, taking us. Oh wait, what? What? Are we, are we nixing that? What's up? Nothing. Never mind. Never mind. Keep going. Keep going. Sorry. God, so unprofessional. Well, Christy, <laughs> thank <laughs> How many episodes of podcasts have you done? Yeah, the girl that just talked about, you know, what a sake bomb. So unprofessional. Okay. No, I'm sorry. Go ahead. That's all right. No need to apologize. I was just going to say thank you for <laughs> joining us and taking us through a lot of avenues and ter- twists and turns, I don't think we've ever really explored on this show. So. Awesome. Good. I'm, thank you for letting me sit here while my nose just keeps running the whole time. It's just like a water faucet. I'm sorry. Down. I've been hawking loogies in my shoulder the whole time. Oh, nice. So between oh. the two of us, we are a fucking mucus factory. Yep. Join us on our health guys. podcast. We're starting next week. Join us on our health podcast. Sick fucks. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that... I would listen to a podcast <laughs> called Sick Fucks, by the way. <laughs> Uh, sometimes <laughs> I'm sorry, it itself. I'm laughing too hard. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm losing my mind. I haven't slept for like two days. Oh, so sleep's overrated. Really, oh yeah, it's funner this way. Funner, so, funner. where uh, where can people find you and uh, all the stuff you do? Sure. Uh, I already uh, plugged so much. Thank you for letting me do that. Uh, yeah, no problem. I, uh, I am on uh, Twitter at Kabuxi C A B U C H S Y. That's also my. Um, my Instagram and my Venmo, if you want to send me <laughs> No, that's a first we've yeah. never had plugged. Uh, if you want to send Good me money Venmo. at Kabuxi on Venmo, please do. Uh, but uh, <laughs> and then the rest of it is uh, Empty Girlfriend. Uh, you can find that on iTunes or at sexpotcomedy.com. That's our, uh, our mother ship. No, okay. Uh, and that, again, is a relationship podcast about life tips and love quips from unqualified professionals and uh you can also come see pussy bros first friday at el Chirito and second monday at rack house pub uh am i doing anything else you can come watch matchbox open mic in the rain uh yeah you know, once a month usually the third sunday of the month um and i also do another project called the powerful project this is something i just started it is a I am upset about our president. I don't know how you guys feel. I feel on the fence about sharing this with you guys. But our, our personal Oompa Loompa. Yeah. And uh, oh uh he's a piece of shit. Yeah, he's <laughs> yeah. awful. Anyways, I've been starting a p- powerful project because uh, I think uh 
women in general, but everybody just feels sort of literally sexually assaulted by our own president uh, because, you know, everybody looked the other way. So It's not like he's a pussy grabber. Anything, <laughs> it's not right? like that. So uh, I've been doing a project where um, men or women, anybody can send their stories anonymously to me uh, about sexual assault or anything like that. And or just um, I do art and I have other artists uh, submitting for that too. It's, it's really new, but it's, it's really important to me because I think that if, if women in general and most people have to think about sexual assault every day and the fact that the most powerful man in the world is a rapist, uh, we should have to share those stories and everybody should be thinking about it all the time until it's not the case. So uh, you can send that uh, to me as well. And I, I uh, share those every week, anonymous stories of uh, just uh, stories of women who have had bad times. That's awesome. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Uh, I, it's really important to me. I think it's uh, – what can you do? You feel so powerless in this sort of situation. So it's uh, hashtag powerful, F-U-L-L, because uh, oh, that's the yeah. word I've been getting from a lot of women sharing their stories. Uh, they say I felt so powerless, and I'm just tired of it. So that is a thing that I am also seeing to work on as well. Cool. So, Badass. Fucking it. Awesome. Well, sweet. Cool. <laughs> I, I well, can't think you. of any more adjectives. Thank you for all that. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm sorry. But I mean, I'm not sorry. No, you're not. It's this all right. Awesome. You shouldn't be. This was good. Yeah, don't be sorry. Anyways, so, yeah. Thanks again, Christy. Um, we always end these like fucking idiots. So. No, I love you too. Let's do it. Thank you for joining us on the Beer and Loathing Podcast. You can find us at beerandloathing.com for a whole bunch of random shit. And then also find all of our stuff on the social media at Twitter, at Beer and Loathing, Facebook, Beer and Loathing, Instagram, at Beer and Loathing. And then on YouTube, we'd like to fuck with you and do Tune In, Get Drunk. That's our channel because we lost the rights to the other one and shit happens. So come follow us. Be our buddies. We love you all. Goodbye. <laughs> Just like that. Yeah. She loves it. All right. Okay. Welcome back to another podcast of the God fucking damn it. I screwed it up already.